committed relationship is when someone allows you to do something with them. When having sex, it is important to get the other person's consent to make sure both of you feel safe and comfortable. The way you act can affect the answer of the other person. When doing anything sexual without the other person's consent is against the law, these sexual things can be touching, kissing, and penetration. Even though they may look happy doing it with you, but inside they may not be. The reason for this is because they do not know what to tell you, if they're comfortable or if they're not. The best way to find out if someone's uncomfortable is to ask them, do you want to go further, do you want to stop, etc. When drinking and having sex with another person is not giving consent, this is because drinking can alter the brain and make you do silly decisions. If you are doing this, it's considered rape. The body language of another person can tell you if they're comfortable or not. For example, like if they're pushing away, holding their arms tightly around their body, stiffened muscle, uncomfortable experience, these are all negative and uncomfortable features. While if they're pulling you closer, actively kissing and touching and hugging you, relaxed body, enthusiastic noises, or positive and comfortable emotions. Now I'm going to go over some laws of consent. Here are some four dot points of what isn't consent. The person consents because of force or harm of any type. The person consents because they are unlawfully detained. They are either asleep or unconscious. Or the person is so intoxicated, making them incapable of consenting. Anyone under the age of 16 is considered to be a child, which means it's not legal for them to consent, even if they agree to it. Sending messages containing sexual images and showing anyone under the age of 18 is an offence. You could be charged with producing and spreading child pornography. The law says that two people can't have sex unless they both freely agree. If you don't freely agree and someone threatens you to engage in sexual act or touches you sexually, or incidentally, they are breaking the law. So, on this podcast, I'm going to be speaking about mind-altering substances and how they affect the people's ability to give consent and can affect what you get out of sexual activity. So, the two most common mind-altering substances consumed would be alcohol, as it is legal and therefore easy to access, and the other would probably be cannabis, as it is becoming legal in some states in the US for recreational use. There are many other illicit substances which similarly affect a person's ability to consent to sexual activity, but they are used less commonly as they are legal and therefore not easy to access. Mind-altering substances alter a person's ability to think and put them in an altered state of mind. Hint, it's in the name. If a person is not able to think in a normal way, they cannot consent to any form of sexual contact. There is a level of intoxication that can still allow for a normal thought process, and therefore means that they are able to consent to sex activity, but there is a very thin line, and always better to be safe than sorry, so, if possible, avoid sexual activity at any level of intoxication. The consent laws around cannabis consumption are still murky, as it has only recently been legalised in some places in the US. Basic consent laws are even murkier sometimes, around things like if a woman withdraws consent during a sexual act, the partner is legally allowed to finish the act in some states. To summarise, many recreational substances that affect way of thinking have a massive effect on a person's ability to give consent, as they are not thinking how they would normally be thinking. This means that they may think they want to at the time, but really it's just the substance speaking, not them.
For this reason, sex activity, while intoxicated, should be avoided. Here's a short video that breaks down consent in a more easier way for you to relate to. If you're still struggling with consent, just imagine instead of initiating sex, you're making them a cup of tea. You say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they go, oh my god, fuck yes, I would fucking love a cup of tea, thank you. Then you know they want a cup of tea. If you say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they're like, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Uh, then you could make them a cup of tea, or not, but be aware they might not drink it. And if they don't drink it, then, and this is the important part, don't make them drink it. Just because you made it doesn't mean you are entitled to watch them drink it. And if they say no thank you, then don't make them tea. At all. Just don't make them tea. Don't make them drink tea. Don't get annoyed at them for not wanting tea. They just don't want tea, okay? They might say, yes please, that's kind of you. And then when the tea arrives, they actually don't want the tea at all. Sure, that's kind of annoying as you've gone to all the effort of making the tea, but they remain under no obligation to drink the tea. They did want tea, now they don't. Some people change their mind in the time that it takes to boil the kettle, brew the tea, and add the milk. And it's okay for people to change their mind. And you are still not entitled to watch them drink it. And if they're unconscious, don't make them tea. Unconscious people don't want tea. And they can't answer the question, do you want tea? Because they're unconscious. Okay, maybe they were conscious when you asked them if they wanted tea. And they said yes. But in the time it took you to boil the kettle, brew the tea, and add the milk, they are now unconscious. You should just put the tea down. Make sure the unconscious person is safe. And this is the important part again. Don't make them drink the tea. They said yes then, sure, but unconscious people don't want tea. If someone said yes to tea, started drinking it, and then passed out before they'd finished it, don't keep on pouring it down their throat. Take the tea away. Make sure they're safe. Because unconscious people don't want tea. Trust me on this. If someone said yes to tea around your house last Saturday, that doesn't mean they want you to make them tea all the time. They don't want you to come around to their place unexpectedly and make them tea and force them to drink it going, but you wanted tea last week. Or to wake up to find you pouring tea down their throat going, but you wanted tea last night. If you can understand how completely ludicrous it is to force people to have tea when they don't want tea, and you're able to understand when people don't want tea, then how hard is it to understand it when it comes to sex? Whether it's tea or sex, consent is everything. And on that note, I'm going to go make myself a cup of tea. As you can see, the tea video relates a lot about consent showing many ways of not giving consent, such as being unconscious, or they may have changed their mind. When they are unconscious, they aren't giving consent to you. This means do not put them in a sexual situation, like in the video. You wouldn't want to pour tea down their throat. If they change their mind about having sex, don't force them to. This is like in a video, you wouldn't want to force them to drink the tea. If you were to have sex once a week, doesn't mean they want to have sex every week.